Grand rising everyone. So first of all, happy new month. I hope March has begun on a positive note for you, on high positive note with positive vibes. Yeah, so um, a few episodes ago, I remember I promised to talk about the whole concept of rape culture. And uh, today being the beginning of a fresh new month, I was like, why not start this month on a positive high note? Um, first of all, um, rape culture is a concept that many people are not aware of. Even I, I got um, to, I got able to be familiarized to this concept just last year, 2021. And um, I got to know about it through my book club, Bibliophiles Lounge, shout out to all you people. So um, first of all, I want to demystify this whole concept whereby I want to say that rape culture is not just about the whole concept of rape, like the, 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 the activity of rape, no. It, it's, a, it's a consolidated uh, subject which involves so much so that I want to begin by defining it so that we are able to be to start on a, on the same on the same note so I'll define rape culture rape culture is a setting studied by several sociological theories in which rape is perceived to be pervasive and normalized due to societal attitudes about gender and sexuality so uh, what basically this means is that uh, behaviors within social groups, including prison rape and in conflict areas where war rape is used as psychological warfare, as in basically uh, this whole concept of rape culture is the attitudes, the societal attitudes, the, the attitudes in our social groups, the attitudes in our peer groups, which we, or even in our cultural settings, which we uphold either consciously or unconsciously without knowing. And these uh, behaviors propagate or promote the whole concept of sexual harassment or rape without us either knowing, knowing it or we, are, we know it, but we, we tend to downplay the whole aspect. So entire societies, especially sub-Saharan Africa, have been alleged to propagate rape culture. It is associated with rape fantasy and rape pornography. So um, in a layman's language, maybe to explain in a downsized language, um, I myself, while growing up, I was able to um, experience situations um, which um, ideally are rape culture uh, propagated situations, but not knowing, I didn't know that actually such behaviors were like kind of promoting the whole concept. So first of all, uh, I'll, st I'll, I'll, I'll list down these behaviors that are associated with rape culture. And uh, believe you me, you'll be shocked because either one of us has um, allowed it or we've seen it and not said a word or we've um, downplayed the whole concept. So the following are some of the behaviors that are associated with this whole concept of rape culture. Number one is victim blaming. <coughs> Sorry. Victim blaming. Um, victim blaming is whereby basically, as a, especially as a, as a woman in sub-Saharan Africa, or just basically in Africa, we encountered such situations whereby uh, for example, maybe you are in, uh, let's, let me give an example of maybe when I was in primary school, yeah? And uh, let's say a situation whereby I'm a, a boy maybe um, touches me in, uh, in, an, in an 
an inappropriate way and um, maybe I report that incident to my teacher this teacher will be like uh, why were you in why were you in the same space with him why not um, like sit in a different place or why why are you so close to the boys another example maybe let's say um, a girl especially this occurred in, in Kenya around the years uh, 20 2012, 2010 to 2012, there was this um, this scenario which led to this phrase, my dress, my choice. I remember <coughs> women walking across the streets of uh, maybe major towns or cities were being undressed because um, they were wearing, let's say, quote-unquote, short dresses. So, so, so such that now if, for example, such a victim got raped, the first thing that the the, the if, report, if if they got raped and they reported to the police station, the police officers were so crude and ruthless, and they will blame the the girl like, uh, why were you wearing a short dress? Another example of victim blaming is whereby maybe you are coming from home from a club and uh, you 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 are kind of drunk, so people will say, why were you drunk in the first place? Why were you walking in uh, at night? So that. Let me tell you, this thing is so major, so that um, as women, we grow up um, not being safe, like, and safety is so normalized, so that um, I, as a woman, I cannot walk in the streets of Nairobi at night because um, I fear for my life, yet that is not supposed to be the way things should be. A man, on the on the flip side, is kind of more... Um, like uh, safe to walk at night why because he's a man why because he can't be raped why because he's not more susceptible compared to me as a woman so that um, a, a woman gets blamed for stuff that um, actually is not supposed to be the scenario we've normalized victim blaming to the extent whereby the way I dress it's kind of dictates like like um, let me give an example Sometimes in the streets of Nairobi, when you're going to town, you make sure you're wearing a trouser. You make sure you're wearing a, a dress that is so long. Like you can't, you can't just wear what you want. Why? Because if you wear a tighter dress, a shorter dress, you, you're like uh, kind of scared because you're like, ah, some men will just like um, use that as a weapon to, to violate me, to violate me as a woman. So that is a good example of victim blaming. And I'm sure you all, you've experienced such scenarios um, whereby we women are normally blamed for sexual harassment that is propagated to, uh, towards us, whereby in the real sense, it's the man who is supposed to be blamed because they are the ones that do the raping. They are the ones that sexually harass us. I hope you get the, the point I'm trying to drive home. So the next point uh, about behaviors associated with the rape culture, I'll try to rush because this topic is quite handful. There is a slut shaming, slut shaming, slut shaming whereby, uh, slut shaming is whereby, um, it's kind of related to victim blaming, whereby, um, let me say, um, this is more about uh, the dress code issue. So I will not explain much about it because it's so self-explanatory. Yeah, so, and then number three, there is sexual objectification. Uh, sexual objectification is whereby um, I, as Lily, I'm a woman. So I'm walking across the street and I meet this man. He's like, 
he's either catcalling me or he makes comments towards my sexual body parts like the the female uh, the, the the body parts that uh, distinguish me from a man either my boobies either my ass they make comments about my body parts and this is uh, so normalized that it's taken so lightly like um, one time this is kind of gross i was walking in nairobi across archives and this man is like wow you have nice boobs um can i can i pay you to touch your boobs and god that was so gross you understand and i'm sure so many girls experience this or maybe they are told you have a nice ass you know such gross and some and most of the times when you you try kind of to ignore these men um they they now start abusing you they start victimizing you they make you feel uh, bad for ignoring them you understand yes point number 4 is trivializing rape trivializing rape and a good example home is whereby in a police station uh, many are the times whereby women go to report rape and uh, the police officers actually ra- they they they, they um, treat it so casually they even laugh about it they even like uh, uh, tell you as in they ask very very ridiculous questions so that's a good example of trivializing rape and then number five, we have denial of widespread rape um this is something that is very common whereby we have figures from research of the number of um rape incidents we have we have across the world and let me shock you Do you know that one in three women is sexually harassed worldwide whether it's uh, maybe not necessarily rape but sexual harassment and I I I I beseech you guys to go uh, do research on uh, the meaning of sexual harassment sexual harassment do you know sexual harassment starts from trivial stuff like uh, maybe someone coming too close to you and uh, you are not comfortable with that that is harassment by definition like so um women are sexually harassed one in three women worldwide are sexually harassed so this is how uh, widespread and uh, staggering this thing is then point number six of behaviors associated with rape culture we have um the aspect of refusing to acknowledge the harm caused by uh, sexual violence so that uh, in court cases and i'm glad like we are making progress in terms of how how much we treat we treat and um, handle the issues of uh, rape um many are the cases whereby um so many um prominent figures or uh, the, the 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 police force they um intentionally deny the widespread uh, causes the widespread harmful causes of rape of rape like um there's so much harm associated with rape so that we've had cases of children their eyes are gouged out like their body parts are mutilated the like um the the arms are like uh, mutilated like their inner uh, organs are mutilated, like um removed like gross like they also the genital areas are kind of mutilated also like uh, we these cases are so many so that um the fig the, the the institutions that are supposed to kind of like uh, actually uh propagate and uh, relay this information they withhold the information why because we are 
they are, or rather they are refusing to admit the widespread nature and the harm that rape actually causes so um that's up that's into the behaviors that are normally associated with rape culture guys i want to say that um that is uh, the last but not the least because i'm sure in your minds you can think of uh, behaviors that we promote that we either consciously or unconsciously are not aware of so um first of all um uh, i want to say that rape rape actually by definition is sexual harassment to people uh, above the age of 18 years that is in the context of the kenyan uh, environment however this is to exclude um defilement whereby defilement is now covers those uh, those uh, age groups of below 18 years as in now these are children uh, technically so it's called defilement below 18 years in Kenya and then it's rape when it's above 18 years so i want to say quickly that um uh w- w- when when a man uh, defiles a child below 11 years normally the sentence should be a life uh, imprisonment and then uh between 11 to 15 years it's supposed to be 20 years in prison and then between 15 and 18 years i think it should be 30 years and then above 18 years i'm not sure i'm not sure of the exact figure you could uh, do some research but i think it could be 10 years or around there so quickly guys before proceeding have you experienced these behaviors that promote uh, rape culture and um if you have experience because i have experienced almost all of the six points that i've noted down so if you have experienced this are you willing to join hands with me and with the less with the the whole um, activists are, are, are like against uh, rape culture in the world like uh, we don't have to do so much but uh, the little things uh, we can do to make sure that we mitigate the whole concept of rape culture are you willing to be part of the movement in your little way we can uh, join hands and be able to end this whole thing of rape culture so quickly guys i'll jump into the ways we can er- eradicate or a stand or uh, stand against rape culture so point number 1 um we should be able to create cultivate a culture of enthusiastic consent what do i mean by this so sorry guys i'm i'm <laughs> my voice is kind of running uh, dry and i keep taking sipping on my water that's why the the breaks so number one, the point about creating or cultivating a culture of enthusiastic consent this is uh, this is a quite uh, straightforward uh, many are times in this uh, society we are in whereby um, men uh, kind of take our nose as silent yeses and this is so detrimental because um, a woman could be genuinely saying no i actually do not want to engage in this with you but the man because of the society because of the way society has brought uh, the whole cultural thing about women saying no he'll just persist and he he will not know that he's actually propagating rape without him knowing so guys um there's this person who who pointed it out this way like for a man 
a man should, a man should uh, actually concentrate more on the yes than more on the no so that um, before engaging in um, in uh, sex with a woman there should be a you should be you should be able to clearly hear a yes from her like uh, don't depend on the no make sure she's um, very clear about a yes that will be more effective than concentrating on this no which society has taught you to to like uh, take a smoke screen for a yes you understand me yeah so point number two uh, speak out against the root causes we should we as uh, especially as educated uh, people people that at least have, have been informed we should be able to speak out against the root causes yeah i've been able to give you the root causes of this and some and some of these things by the way they are all to blame on culture like somehow without knowing we were introduced into this stuff but it's upon it's on our owners to make sure that we do not transfer this to our next generations we become the voice of change yeah so number three redefine masculinity this is a whole topic in itself guys so for many years we've been taught that masculinity is how a man is strong how a man is able to like uh, become uh, maybe in a in a in a war setting the man with the most muscles the man who is able to kill the most people the man who is able to uh, like um, like such such are the the kind of the, the aspects or the attributes that are uh, given towards masculinity no but it's time we redefine masculinity a masculine man to me in this context will be a man who stands up against rape culture or a man who is able to point out these behaviors that lead to rape culture a man that is able to point out his fellow man who is like uh, violating another woman and tell and tell him like no bro this ain't right a man that protects women a man that stands up against stands up for women rights i mean that is masculinity to me i don't know what you will define masculinity as but in this context i think let's define let's let's redefine redefine it yeah and then point number 4 stop victim blaming that is so straightforward and then number 5 have zero tolerance What do I mean by zero tolerance? Like let's not like for example you are in a matatu or you are in a metro or you are in wherever and you see a woman being sexually harassed. Do not sit down and keep quiet. No. Be the voice of this uh, in of this uh, susceptible woman. Be the voice of this weak woman who is being violated. Speak up against the act. do something to to revert the whole situation do something to stop the propagator from uh, accomplishing his mission you understand let's be part of uh, the change that we want okay point number 6 is broaden your understanding of rape culture yeah and um this is this is kind of individualistic it's upon our owners it's upon us to make sure we are, we get educated we educate ourselves on this whole concept of rape culture and uh, I'm, I'm, i want to say that um, this you know you know as a man you might listen to this and you're like ah this doesn't even concern me it doesn't affect me because i'm a man you know i'm safe but no remember one time one time you'd want to have kids of your own and you will have a daughter somewhere you were born by a, ma- a woman that is your mother so it's it's a whole um 
homogeneous thing like it's uh, it's consolidated it affects each one of us whether we like it or not so it will be it should be a consolidated effort towards ending rape culture point number 7 take an intersectional approach um what do i mean um whether you belong to the non-binary community whether you belong to the heterosexual community all these uh, rainbow communities let's join hands because uh, research has shown that um these people belonging to the non-binary community are actually more susceptible to rape compared to the to the heterosexual community why because they they identify with a number of um they identify with a number of sexual orientations or uh, gender identity uh, definitions whereby so that when rape is propagated it affects them on a wider level compared to the normal to the to the normal heterosexual being so when i say we should take an intersectional approach i mean it should cut across everyone whether you are gay whether you are lesbian whether you are uh, uh, pansexual whether you are bisexual transgender whatever yeah the others we should all join hands point number 8 understand the history of rape culture so the history uh like i said earlier rape culture began um a bit uh, many years ago so that even in the in the world wars that we, ex- ex- we ex- that were there before we were even born rape was used as a weapon of war like uh, if maybe we attacked uh, maybe uh, country a attacked country b rape was a way of punishing the other country in a warfare so um understanding the history will enable us know that actually that ain't a ain't a positive thing it's something that is done in adverse situations it's done it's something that is done as punishment it's uh, impunity actually so we should speak against it in all measures possible and then uh, point number 9 we should uh, invest in women guys let me tell you investing in women is one of the major one of the major ways in which we can um, help mitigate this whole concept of rape culture what do i mean when we invest in women uh, both uh, both uh, especially education wise let's invest in um, spreading understanding to our women spreading awareness to our women especially th- you know i'm worried about a woman seated somewhere in trukana a young woman not able to access education not able to access like uh, facilities uh, infrastructure there is kind of uh, a shambles so you can imagine such a woman even if is vi- even if sorry she even if she is violated she will not even know that her rights are being violated why because of lack of information she she does not have the awareness that she needs so what do i mean in a small way we can be able to like uh, join hands towards ensuring we invest in women whether whether they are from our country whether they are not from our country whether they are from our race our our culture our community we should like how do we do this first of all uh, let's promote these uh, women movements that support uh, child uh, that support education towards uh, women let's support these movements that sup- that uh, donate uh, staff towards children living in those uh, poverty stricken regions such as trukana such as garissa such as um, moyale yadiadas 
let us be part of the movement let us uh, like donate such stuff so um that is part of the, the, the part of the thing that we can do in a small way you know in in your own small way you know at least have done something it's not so major but at least at least you've done something you understand okay point number 10 let us learn to listen to survivors most of of the time uh, we are kind of silent we 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 want to be an participant in these survivors and uh, this is so detrimental why because if we do not lend these survivors um, an ear a listening ear let me tell you guys they'll keep quiet and that silence is not helping any of us the more we speak about this the more we listen to them the more we are being heard out there in our small little ways you'll never know as in you'll never know how listening and helping someone will be able to help you in return the more we spread this awareness the more um government movements will listen to us and the more this rape culture issue is is able to be taken seriously guys so this little little stuff that i'm mentioning here they'll go a long way number 11 don't laugh or trivialize rape yeah I, i've had scenarios whereby people trivialize rape and i'm like are you even being serious like how can you joke about such a, a, a gross thing like rape you know rape is so serious to an extent whereby it causes harm it causes like long term harm it causes ptsd that can never end and uh, i'm glad just this is out of topic kind of but i'm so glad i read somewhere the other day my friend shared me with me this article whereby in kenya now it has been amended in the law that uh, should you be found to violate someone sexually and you transmit a sexually um an std to them maybe let's say hiv with or without knowing you will be liable to how many years in prison 15 years in prison yes that is just on the aspect of transmitting a sexually transmitted disease to someone you know before it, you know people this people took this so lightly like you can be infected and you just go transmitting uh, the disease to people without caring you know and and uh, because of the impunity in the kenyan system you you will just walk free as in as in because of the system the way it's jeopardized there's so much bureaucracy so people used to work um, scot free but I'm, but i want to give a shout out to the to the is it legislature that passes these laws that is a really big step towards uh, ending this whole uh, fracas of uh, this whole fracas of um, sexual harassment especially when it leads to transmitting uh, sexually transmitted diseases yeah so big up to the kenyan law system that's a really good step you took point number 12 um get involved be proactive uh, you know people will ask but now how will i how can i get uh, proactive in all this you can start in uh, you can start this by maybe engaging in these social clubs um maybe social media nowadays all of us are kind of exposed to these social accounts twitter facebook instagram snapchat tiktok you can start small and you'll be hard trust me as long as your course is uh, genuine as long as uh, you are uh, intentional 
your voice will be heard like um, let me tell you how i got to to be triggered to talk about this whole rape culture aspect so my book club bibliophiles lounge there's this lady who who like introduced the topic and uh, i got interested in it and uh, through the discussion we had there like i was so like kind of i was like how come i didn't know about this whole concept you know i didn't know and genuinely i i had not heard about rape culture until 2021 and so i was like i'll actually talk about this in my podcast and apart from that on my facebook if you check me up i spoke about rape culture yeah and um, and, and there were a few shares and trust me it's it starts in a small way i'm sure whoever listens to this at least you'll have an idea and let's spread this information out there like let's be the voice uh, of change if you see such stuff happening to a woman be, be like like call it out call this person out tell them you know whatever you're doing is not right here like yeah it's that small so yeah we can all do it and then point number 13 uh, let's end impunity that is self explanatory number 14 be an active bystander that uh, that i mean by be active in um calling these perpetrators out and then point number 15 educate the next generation yeah like i'm very big on this subject it's 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 i'm big on it why because i have sisters i have nieces my 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 youngest niece just got born like two months ago you see like so i'm i'm concerned because from my country the way there are so many rape incidents that are reported of course i must be concerned why because it directly affects me whether i want it or not i am a woman myself and uh, i'm glad like right here in dubai at least i can walk at night freely but what about my country what about my roots there i cannot walk freely the way i want at night i cannot dress the way i want i cannot do stuff the way i want why because now that puts me on a weak point that that is like um, it triggers quote in quote it triggers some man somewhere that now because that girl is wearing this short dress that is tight now that's a reason for me to get raped i mean it doesn't make sense make it make sense to me it beats the logic yeah it begs the question in whose hands are we safe huh quote in quote uh, at all in whose hands are we really safe and then number 16 that is my last point start or basically join the conversation and we can start the conversation here right here in this podcast or we can uh, join the conversation in uh, like by joining movements there are so many movements um, i've seen in social media twitter facebook uh, whereby american it's it's it started from the american setting whereby there are women who are so active on this whole rape culture issue they are passionate about like empowering other women and um, they've started they they support uh, l- like women from the sub-saharan countries in africa or across the world who are like pro pro women like like they are anti-rape and pro women like they their role is basically to to create awareness and to end the whole concept of rape culture so guys i'll i'll that i'll wrap it up here and i'm really sorry i was in a setting whereby it's kind of open so the <laughs> there are airplanes flying all over above me so it was kind of noisy and then it's kind of windy and then i stammered a bit because um 
of when I when I talk a lot, I kind of lose my voice. So I was really struggling to raise my voice when the aeroplanes were like making noise. I hope I'm audible enough, and I'm really hopeful that uh, we can join hands in this movement in our little way. In our little way, we can make a big difference. Because as I said, remember before, this is intersectional. It's not about only women. It's also about men. Let's consolidate these guys. And I'm praying for a future generation whereby we'll be able to look back and say, ah, rape culture was a thing of this generation in the in the past. Right now, that is history. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for a time in the future whereby I as a woman or my children or my children's children or your children's children uh, girls, uh, they are able to walk in the street even at night, what, wear whatever they want to wear, um, I mean, uh, walk the way they want to walk, or just do whatever they want to do without um, feeling victimized, without feeling targeted because of doing X, Y, and Z. So guys, I'll, I'll hope, I'll wish you a beautiful afternoon. Yeah, thank you so much for honoring me with your time. I love you all. Bye-bye.